Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa www.islamhouse.com Is pleased to present to you this lecture Alhamdulillah Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiru نعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فرضا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها فإن كل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار وإنما توعدون لآت وما أنتم بمعجزين Praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he's the only one worthy of praise I seek his help, his guidance and his forgiveness I believe in him and I trust him I seek refuge on Almighty Allah from the evil of our passions Indeed whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides him to al-Islam no one can mislead him after Allah And whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put him astray No one can guide him after Allah I testify openly that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah Rabbil Alameen And I testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his messenger And the seal of all the prophets O Muslims, you must know that the best speech is the speech of Almighty Allah which is the Quran the best guidance is the course of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which is his sunnah the words of all affairs is innovation and addition to the religion of Islam indeed every addition to the religion of Islam will lead to hellfire I adjure you as well as myself to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the best of your ability Fear Allah and don't die unless you are in a state of Islam. My khutbah today is a reminder for the believers. The reminder that benefits the believers. I want you when you leave today that you leave this Jum'ah with a question in your mind which we need to 
find an answer to it. The question is, why do I go to Juma? It may be sound silly to some of you. Why I go to Juma? What this Imam is talking is about? Why do we go to Juma? Because we're supposed to go to Juma. But why you coming to Juma? Is it something out of a habit? Is it something that you used to that in Juma at such time that you go to the mosque and this it? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had commanded us to come to Juma. But what is the purpose of coming to Juma? Why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to come to Juma? Is it because to make salah? The Prophet sallallahu had told us that one of the specialities that Allah has given to him is that the whole earth is a mask for him and his nation. So wherever you are and the time for prayer, you can make salah. You don't have to pray in a mosque. You can pray in the highway, you can pray in the rest area, you can pray in your job, you can pray in your kitchen area. You can pray any place. But why specifically Allah saying when Jum'ah comes that you have to pray in Jum'ah. You have to leave even your occupation, your school, your business, your office, and you go to Jum'ah. But what is there in Jum'ah? Salah? So we make Salah every day. We make Salah five times a day at least. It has to be something there especially in Jum'ah, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala want to go us to Jum'ah. Somebody said, yes, I found the answer. I go to Jum'ah, not only because Salah, because every day I'm making Salah, but I go to Jum'ah to listen to the khutbah. You get closer to the answer. But what after listening to the khutbah? This is the real question. So we go to Jum'ah to make Salah, and to do what? To listen, to listen. إذا نودي للصلاة من يوم الجمعة فاسعوا إلى ذكر الله. Listen to the remembrance of Allah. There is something called reminder. There is something called tazkira. There is something called khutbah there. Yes, we go and we hear the khutbah. But what is the impact of khutbah in yourself? What do you understand from the khutbah? Actually, there is Two or three groups. Some people they come and they hear the khutbah and they go and eat lunch or when they meet at dinner or seventy together criticizing the subject of the khutbah. Other people they leave the khutbah and say it was a good khutbah, good speech imam. But which one of the two groups are right? Is the khutbah to make us to say it was a good khutbah? Or that for us to criticize the subject and say, why is he talking about such an issue? What is the big deal? So in reality, my dear respected brothers and sisters, there is something called sam'a, to hear. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us, إِنَّ السَّمْعَ وَالْبَصَرَ وَالْفُؤَادَ كُلُّ أُولَٰئِكَ كَانَ عَنْهُ مَسْؤُولَ Indeed, the hearing. The size, the fu'ad, you're going to be questioned about all these things. 
So in actuality, you come to hear to understand, not for purpose of hearing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is warning us in the Quran and saying, وَلَا تَكُونُوا كَالَّذِينَ قَالُوا سَمِعْنَا وَهُمْ لَا يَسْمَعُونَ And don't be like those who say we hear, but they did not hear. How a person can hear but he doesn't hear? Is this contradiction? No. Because if you did not act on what you hear, and if the hearing didn't benefit you, doesn't it change anything in your life? In actuality, you didn't hear. You heard it, you heard the sound, you heard the noise, you heard the words flying in the air. You can hear somebody talking, but you are not there in actuality. You are physically there, you can hear the somebody talking like you hear my voice now. But are you really paying attention? As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذَا قُرِئَ الْقُرْآنُ فَاسْتَمِعُوا لَهُ وَأَنصِتُوا لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ It's not only a matter of listening to the Qur'an. It's giving your attention. Like somebody be doing their homework. They have a math problem, keep working it, and the Qur'an playing in the background. Or he have a problem in the computer that he fixing it, and the Qur'an so something to keep a noise in the background. The people sitting in the restaurant, as example, eating, there is a music in the background. If you ask him who's talking or who's singing or what kind of music, he's not really paying attention, but it's something to keep a noise in the back. So can we come to Shum'ah to get some kind of noise in the back, a nice cool air condition, sitting in a comfortable rug, Going back to the world to take enough because you work hard and work and work and work and the best time to take enough when you come to Jum'ah. You actually awake but you are not awake. It's nice, comfortable, cool and somebody is talking and the sound or the tone it keeps you falling asleep. So now do we hear when we hear? This is the question here. Well, why we come to Jum'ah? Jum'ah is supposed to be something like exactly in a charge, something to charge your battery of Iman. The seeds that you drop in the ground, why you keep giving it water, fertilize it, and take the grass away and the bushes? You did not drop a seed and leave it. Even become a big tree, you still giving water, keep giving water, keep giving water. You are a Muslim, you are a believer, but the reminder has to come to your heart every day, every week, every moment. And if this water doesn't come to the small plant or the big tree, soon or later it would die. As a result of this, the Sahaba used to say to each other, Come, let's sit down and increase our faith in Allah for one hour. Those the Sahaba. They live in, in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu They are witness to the revelation coming fresh there in their life. But they being missing in the dunya, going back and forth, getting busy in different things, they take away, keep dropping off and taking away some of these levels of Iman, and gets weaker and weaker and weaker. So the only opportunity to most Muslims, the 
go and listen to Khutbah al-Jum'ah. So if Khutbah al-Jum'ah itself is something only to amuse you or to be a means of discussion at night, when you go to visit your friend to criticize or to see how did the Imam make the connection between the two sentences or the subject was not really that good, he did not. He was not there to benefit something. This Imam, it may remain settled in a certain level or maybe decrease. So when we come to Shoma and we listen but we are not listening, we are not ready benefit anything from Juma. I want to give example, my brothers, and I'm not pointing fingers to anybody. As example, some of this khutbah, in the last two or three months, we talk about the issue of frequent visitation to the mosque. Not to be only in the day of Juma. We mention about the verse from the Quran, في بيوت أذن الله أن ترفع ويذكر فيها اسمه يسبح له فيها بالغدو والآصال رجال رجال لا تلهم تجارة ولا بيع عن ذكر الله وإقام الصلاة وإيتاء الزكاة الله سبحانه وتعالى mention about those people who come to the mosque and say these houses which Allah permitted to be established to be maintained to be built and he says the visitation of this mosque every Sunday, when there is a Sunday school, when is the Muslim supposed to go to the mosque? No, the Muslims, they go in Jum'ah. So, if you know there is Salat in Yawm al-Jum'ah, when are we supposed to go? Allah say, but frequent visitation every day, morning and evening. And we said, when you go to the mosque, how much reward you get in by lifting your foot and putting your foot down? One blessing go written for you, one sin being taken away from you. Now when you hear this with the whole khutbah, alhamdulillah, we have everything in record, everything recorded, you can request and get the khutbah. Listen, did you ever try to say, let me get this khutbah to pass it to my wife? Let me get this khutbah to understand it more? The Imam mentioned, look into such a surah, did I do this homework? What did the khutbah do change in life? We made a beautiful khutbah, inshallah, about visitation of the mosque, continuing visiting the mosque. Not only coming because dropping the children in weekend school, or going to Jum'ah and coming the last second and leave. What did it do in your life? What kind of a change after you hear the Quran and the Hadith and the importance of keeping going to the mosque? This is important. When you hear it, did it do any change in your life? When your teacher or your professor said, this is the last time anybody coming without homework, they said, forget about this semester. You are a failure. You are not passing. Now, when he heard this, and he said it one time, what was the impact on, it, on you? What kind of a change made you always concerned about bringing your book and having your homework? Now, there is two different. One was talking, called the imam, and one called, or called the professor. But the imam have no authority, he could not change, you, could not prove you or disapprove you for a job or degree, but the professor can give you if, and he can make you repeat this semester again. 
And you know how serious it is because you spend $3,000 and you don't want to understand. So what? There is two different ways of hearing. When we talk in a khutbah as example about the classes that established in the mosque, and we as a Muslim that we need to educate ourselves, and even if you know the classes that have been presented by the imam or different brothers, that you need to sit in the mosque. It is a place of cure for your heart, for your mind. We need to have a frequent visitation to the mosque, coming and sitting, imitating the Sahaba, sitting around the Prophet listening to him. Come to the mosque, come and get in this reward, get this tranquility. People go to the hospital, again, go to here and there, get in medication. They have nervous breakdowns, they have anger, they have this and that, but nobody wants to try to sit in the mosque for an hour. Did you try to come to one class a week? When we talk a special khutbah about attending the classes in the mosque, Dr. Ali Shahada, Dr. Yasser, Brother Musa, Brother Imam, we have different faces that start giving the classes. Did you try to come to one of the classes? Now, when we talk in one khutbah, about the necessity of utilizing the summer and teaching our children and giving them Quran and that we're going to have memorization of the Quran for two days a week. How many of you brought the children? We did not even ask for money, nothing. Only bring the kids. Grab the kids and go. How many of us respond to this? Where are your children? Free classes. We even asked the teacher to leave his shop and to make two hours every Monday and two hours every Thursday and come. And alhamdulillah, the teacher, he made the sacrifice and he left his shop and came here. Where is our children? When three weeks ago, approximately, I stood up and said, brothers, those who can help, come and assist in the teaching of the Quran. It's so strange, brothers. Among the, at least a 75 Arabic family, or 50 Arabic family, we could not get five Arabic brothers to come and help in the Quran. Subhanallah, it's so amazing. Did the people hear that we have 60 students, 60 applicants, they went, learned Quran, and we need assistance. Did anybody try to make a volunteer one hour a week say, I'm going to go teach you somebody Quran? Somebody, brother, really, I'm really understand it's not that good in Tajweed, but do you not read Arabic, brother? Basically, which one of you that don't know at least to say the Fatiha correct? Do you know that some people in this mass, 40 years old, 50 years old, they don't know how to say the Fatiha right? You could not come and help somebody volunteer one hour, one hour a week. Subhanallah, brothers. So the question comes again, do we really hear the khutbah when the imam gives the khutbah? This is the question. When you leave today, ask yourself, do I really listen to the khutbah when he gives the khutbah? One of the khutbah we took specifically about people arriving here, 155 to attend Jum'ah. 155. And by no means, no way you can go enter your classroom 
when the teacher is already in, or is about to leave, you have to be there. Otherwise, he's going to mark you absent. We hear many khutbas, brothers. When we go to respond, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is seen in the Quran, in Surah Al-Zumr, وَبَشِّرْ عِبَادِ الَّذِينَ يَسْتَمِعُونَ الْقَوْلَ فَيَتَّبِعُونَ أَحْسَنَةِ Give glad tidings to my slaves. Those who when they hear the speech, they will follow the best of it. Okay? There is good and there is better and there is best. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describing his slaves that when they hear the admonishment, when they hear the speech, when they hear it, okay, they really hear it, what they will do, they will follow the best among it. So now I used to make a mistake and go there, 145 to attend khutbah, now the imam admonish us about it, and some people they feel that they, who is the imam? What kind of authority can admonish us? I'm not a father of anybody. I'm not a father of any one of you. Neither I'm putting you down. And if I don't take care for you, I'm not going to I'm be talking about something in the air. You know what it means to talk in the air? Talking about things is not related to the community. A doctor tried to see the problem with this patient and describe the proper medicine to this. If he has no problem with his eye or his ear, why is going to give him something for the ear? He will talk to him about about why you don't do this, why understand we can plant some hair. Something is not necessary in a person's life. Cosmetic things. This is not the real way. We talk about things that we observe and we see it and we hear it and it exists among us. So it's not a matter of putting you down. It's a matter of concern. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that the believers, the good Muslims, the ibad of Allah, الَّذِينَ يَسْتَمِعُونَ الطَّوْلَ فَيَتَّبِعُونَ أَحْسَنَ Those who when they hear the khutbah, when they hear the speech, when they hear the admonishment, what they will do, they do not go and make a big deal out of it. They will see where is their deficiency, where is their mistakes, where they falling short, and they will go and they try to rectify this problem. And they will try to do the best out of what they heard. And they will see what the Imam was talking about, or what the Quran is talking about, or what the Hadith is talking about, and the Quran, the Hadith giving you choices. Two choices. One, that somebody curse you, have the right to curse him back. And the other choice that you forgive him. Which one is better? If you curse him back, you are not a sinner. If somebody slap you, you have the right to slap him back. Islamically, you have this right. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, if you forgive and let it go, it's better for you. So now there is hasan, or there is even, and there is a better. Which one? So, Quran giving you two choices. So when you hear this verse, you say, no, I'm going to take the best. I'm going not to slap him like he slapped me. I'm not going to curse him like he cursed me. But I follow what? I follow the best, which Allah is talking about. That if you forgive and let it go, this is better. This is the quality of Ibadullah. Those are the people whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says they will be guided. Those are the people whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will increase their iman. And those are the people whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described it to be ulul al-bab. This is the people who really have mind. 
that when we hear the khutbah, we listen, and we try to see what is the test. I don't repeat it again. It may be a flat tire happen while you're coming to Jum'ah, but you could not keep it as your habit to enter the musalla five minutes before two. Twenty-five minutes is gone from the khutbah, so because you don't care. Brother, if you don't care for your deen, if you don't care about your iman, if this is the only time you hear something about Allah, about His Messenger, about Quran, about the Sunnah, and you got to come in the last five minutes, or you may understand when you leave and you got to ask somebody, what the khutbah was about today? I actually get, no, when you heard that the khutbah saying, come to Jum'ah, and we said in a special khutbah about the angel standing by the door of the mosque. They will record in their books. The first one comes, the second, the second. And if the imam comes to the member, they will close the books and they will come to listen to the zikr. Even the angels, they come in. They are angels. They never disobey Allah. But they concern about listening to the khutbah. Subhanallah. You think you are better than the angels? So now when you understand that the angels, when the adhan is called, they're going to close their books and come inside. Does this disturb you? When you come late and you don't feel anything in your heart, with the books have been closed, my name has not been written there with the angel, it doesn't disturb you? What will disturb you? When you lose one single dollar, when you did not get this bargain, when you didn't catch the sale, when you, the teacher admonished you and said, this is the last time you come late. But for Jumai, no big deal. Brothers, the seed of Iman need to continue growing. You could not drop a seed, and after this, after five years you come, you found apples on the tree. You have to keep continuing giving water, fertilize, and pay attention to this apple tree. The same thing your Iman. You have to be concerned about always fertilizing your Iman. And those who have been guided, Allah increase their faith. So we need to find means and ways that our Iman always growing. And we have to understand that one of these means, listening to the khutbah, coming to the classes, and this khutbah, when we said we listen, what we listen to. And remember, Indeed, the hearing, the sight, the heart, you be questioned about it in the day of judgment. Did you hear? Yes, I hear, but I was not really paying attention. This is a problem. We need to hear, we need to pay attention, and after this we need to act on what we hear. Again, my dear respected brothers and sisters, one thing happened last week. We have one Arabic female teacher for Tajweed or for Quran. She have excused last week, so about 15 students they have to sit without a teacher. Subhanallah. This good deed. We have all these people who speak in Arabic in the community. We have about 25 boys we have about six adults, they dying, dying for somebody to help them. If the Imam is teaching in this side, Brother Mustafa teaching in this side, and Brother Madin teaching in this side, and after this another people, who's there? Who's there? And after this when you say, how many? You say, half of the community are Arab. 
or third of the community are Arab. Because everybody assumes that so and so. But some people in the same time, he given his kids, his own children, a private class of Quran in his house. Subhanallah. Why you don't bring this child or these three kids and bring them to the mosque and add another three kids and teach them? The hour is still one hour, but there is other people have benefit. My dear respected brothers and sisters in Islam, we need to be concerned about the khutbah, attending the khutbah, be awake when the khutbah is given, alright? Not taking a nap, not sleeping, and they try to know what was the khutbah about, and they try to see. What did I listen? What did I learn today? What I can do is a challenge. Not the imam challenging you. You challenging your own self. The imam today talk about such and such. What kind of a change or what kind of contribution or what kind of behavior that I have to do as a result and reaction to what I heard in the khutbah. الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على النبي المصطفى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم Brother Salim Brother Salim Do you mind to turn the fans on please? No, no Yes, thank you The Prophet Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم said in the hadith which reported by Jabir in the collection of Imam Muslim رحمة الله عليه وسلم مثلي ومثلكم كمثلي رجل أوقد نارا فجعل الجنادب والفراش يقعن فيها وهو يذبهن عنها وأنا آخذ بحجدكم عن النار وأنتم تفلتون من يدي. So beautiful hadith. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said, my example and you. Like a man who kindled a fire. And when you are in 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 a resting rest stop or rest area or in the middle of nowhere and you kindle fire the mosquitoes will run to the fire this is the habit of the mosquitoes so the Prophet said my example like a man who kindles the fire now our example is like what this mosquito the insect as soon as they saw the fire they jumped a bit I holding you from your waist, grabbing you, because I know when you jump into this fire, you're going to die. You're going to get hurt. I don't want you to get hurt. This is the concern of the Prophet ﷺ. When the Prophet ﷺ teaching us and telling us something, is not giving us something beyond of our ability. And when I repeat what the Prophet ﷺ saying, and I see the needs of the community about something, and talking to you about it, Wallahi, 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 brothers. I'm not against any one of you. I have nothing personal against anyone. It's a concern I develop in my heart. Learn from the Prophet ﷺ. This was the concern of the Prophet about the Ummah. The Imam have to be concerned for his community. Out of concern, I'm telling you about what I observe. Not that I'm trying to act as a father or admonish or putting you down, because I'm not pointing finger to anybody. And the Prophet used to stand up and say, مَا بَالُ أَقْوَامِنَ فَعَلُونَ كَذَا وَكَذَا What's wrong with some people do such and such? The Prophet used to admonish his community. But he did not say, Musa, why are you doing like this? Brother so-and-so, why are you doing like this? But he may be one person doing it and say, How come that some people do such and such? Admonishment. For people to learn, for people to wake up, for the people to make a change in their life. 
So the Prophet said, you are jumping to hell fire. And I'm keep grabbing you, try to get you out of the fire. This is the same concern, my brothers. We try to improve our demand as individually, as families, as a community. And what I'm instructed you, I'm trying to help, I'm trying to extend the best that I can present to you. Even if I'm a rich man, by giving you money, he's not going to help you, because you don't need it. Alhamdulillah, plus you're going to leave it soon or later, you have to understand this. But the best that I can extend to you is the advice. And when I tell you don't to go to such a place, because those people of Bilhah, and don't to go take food for them, not because I have said something against these people, I have warned the people themselves, and told them that your knowledge that you're doing and celebrating is Bilhah. You are not good in any sawah for doing knowledge. And after this, because their culture, or that is from your country, you go and make a big pot of rice and take it there. Brother, this is wrong. You could not contribute to any kind of gathering that again is the sunnah. So what I'm telling you, teaching your kids, put your kids in Islamic school, or come to the mosque twice a week, three times a week, it's not because you're going to try to get something from you or that I have something against you. I'm reminded you, brothers. I observe your life. I know some of you work 14 hours a day. Be merciful. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself a break. Come to the mosque. Make one salah. Salat al-Isha. What happened to you? Dunya is taking you away. This is the fire. The Prophet said, the man kindled it, and now the mosquito is running to the fire. Cars, money, swimming pool, houses, all the things, and everybody running. But what happened? When you run this way, the mask is empty. Wallahi, brothers, you come or you don't come, the mask is open every day. Don't worry about it. I'm not trying to get anything out of you. I'm concerned about you. I'm telling you, you come to come to the mask. You need to establish, maintain the mask. You need to be in the mask. You need to come in Jum'ah in time. You could not keep Jum'ah going one two, three, Jum'ah, you miss three, Jum'ah, Allah will put a seal in your heart. I'm worried about you. And he take you to reach a memorial hospital or back this hospital, it's not going to help you, because this seal has been put by Allah in your heart, because you left the Jum'ah three times. No doctor can help you. It's a seal has been put because you don't care anymore. How does this seal come? What's make you that you have, you deal, that you can neglect the three Jum'ah? Because it starts little bit by little bit, little bit by little bit. Now you don't care. Now you don't care. So brothers, it's not something personal. And when we come to Jum'ah, don't worry how I said it. Try to see what is the message that I try to deliver it. And take it and shape it in the right way. Because mashallah, all of you, or most of you, passed the TOEFL. I didn't pass the TOEFL. I admit it, okay? So all of you can put it in a better English, but you can understand my English. So forget about how I said it, but try to understand what is the message the Imam wants to deliver to his family, the bigger family, and try to put it in the nice way, or take it to your wife and let your wife put it in the nice way and now take it back. Take it to your wife and let your wife say to, to you what the Imam said in a nice English phrase and now try to act on it. 
I bet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forgiveness for me and you and all the Muslims that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us among those people الَّذِينَ يَسْتَمِعُونَ الْقَوْلَ فَيَتَّبِعُونَ أَحْسَنَ Those who will hear the speech and they follow the best instruction of this speech. In conclusion, we ask Allah that He brings you benefit through this lecture. For more information, you may contact us through the following address. The Islamic Propagation Office, Rabwa, P.O. Box 29465, Riyadh 11457, Saudi Arabia. Phone 445-4900, also 491-6065. Fax 497-0126 If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures, feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh